This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back to Real Presence Live here on the Real Presence Radio Network. Thanks for staying with us. Just finished up a fantastic conversation with Thomas Sullivan. I am so pumped. I mean, I was already pumped to and, and have a, a new like desire to pray the rosary, but even more so just recognizing the weapon we have in the spiritual battle in the rosary. Again, I just offer that invitation. Will you pick up the rosary and pray it every day? If Say the rosary with the mindset of... Uh, spiritual battle yeah. for, us, for us men that's that to me is is something to to really motivate us it's not it's not something you you really you, you don't turn it on and turn it off yeah it's a constant battle and if we're gonna be part of that we need to we need to participate yeah our guests have a, a theme this morning of saying something like profound like right at the end of the interviews <laughs> that's right <laughs> so what he said was Never lay your sword down on the battlefield of life. That's amazing uh, and something to reflect on in itself. So if you missed that interview, please go back and check it out on the podcast later today, realpresenceradio.com, also available on the Real Presence Radio app. All right, John, what do we have next? We have um, Dr. <laughs> Dr. Father Tom Knobloch from the, um, oh, excuse me. Diocese of New Ulm. New Ulm, yes. I don't know where I don't have that. But he's... So I'm going to talk to us today about the 19th Annual Bishop Lucker Lecture on March 14th. Um, welcome, Father. Greetings. We're neighbors, but I'm actually in the Diocese of St. Cloud. St. Cloud. Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll take your word for it. I, <laughs> a classmate of uh, Monsignor Grams back in college and have the utmost respect for him. So he, he actually invited me to be part of the Bishop Lucker Lecture Series, and I'm very honored to uh, be asked and to come down to Redwood Falls soon. You know, um, I read a little bit about the Bishop Lucker Lecture Series, but can you tell us a little bit how it started? The bishop actually um, uh, started this, correct? I believe so. I'm somewhat of a stranger to that. Uh, I think there's some information on the New Ulm Diocesan website but I know Bishop Lucker had a desire to um, really enkindle faith in the people, especially in a time when, uh, like now, faith is challenged for many, and uh, people are pulled in many, many different directions. So the Bishop Lucker lecture intended to bring in speakers um, to sort of focus on a particular theme or topic that could inspire, um, and not always uh, you know, this, some of the bigger themes, not just the question of the day, but uh, some of the framework for why we believe what we believe and why it's important in a very complex and ever-changing world. Yeah, I would say you have a pretty big topic uh, in that it's uh, that your joy might be complete. I mean, that, that's a pretty expansive topic, talking about complete joy. What the... What brought together this topic, and what does it mean to have complete joy, that our joy might be complete? Obviously, I'm guessing that would be in Jesus, but can you, can you just flesh that out a little bit, Father? Sure. Uh, where this topic came from, I really believe, was the Holy Spirit, and, and in two ways. He's good at uh, things like that. 
Yeah, well, that's for sure. <laughs> a number of years ago, uh, I read St. Paul the Sixth document. It was an exhortation called Gaudete in Domino, or Rejoice in the Lord. And it's one of the little-known pieces, maybe, um, of the Magisterium. But it is so incredibly rich. And when Monsignor Grams called me, of course, we were in the middle of another wave of COVID and all of the um, uh, political ferment and turmoil that we know in our country and, you know, economic woes and so many things that fill the headlines. Uh, And I think it was just the Holy Spirit. He asked me to uh, consider doing the talk and thinking about what would be relevant today and looking for something else in my own computer files, I came across uh, that exhortation, and it struck me at that moment, this really is a theme worthy of attention in our contemporary setting. Joy, um, as Paul presents it, St. Paul VI presents it, is twofold, really. There's the natural joys that uh, we encounter every day. Um, a good night's sleep, um, the nourishment that we enjoy, the kinship, friendship, uh, prayer, um, our belonging to a parish community or uh, a diocese that, um, you know, kindles faith, uh, praying the rosary, as you were just speaking of. They, they bring us kind of a natural joy and comfort. And Paul says if we cannot experience supernatural joy, unless we are also able to embrace those natural joys in our life. And when so much distracts us uh, and causes us anxiety, sometimes those natural joys, the things that fill our lives in, in better moments, can seem illusory or even selfish. Why should I be having enjoyment when other people are suffering? But as he says, un- unless we can foster those natural joys, we really uh, cannot open ourselves to supernatural joy. But more important than those natural joys, of course, is the joy that is the gift of the Holy Spirit. And this joy, kind of to cut to the, the chase of Paul's thinking, is the joy of Jesus himself. Christian joy is the joy of Jesus Christ. It is not simply joy that is like his, It is the joy of Jesus himself, and that is the gift that he shares with us in the Holy Spirit. Exactly. And in today's world, you were mentioning some of the distractions. I mean, they're valid distractions, but there's so much division. There's so much going on that we tend to probably not recognize the joy in our life, would you say? I would believe that is true. Or, as I say, it, it can seem like an indulgence or something that is illusory. When, when suffering and conflict fill our lives and our news feeds, mm-hmm. then it seems like uh, that's the only thing that's really real, and joy is so fragile and maybe just an illusion. I ran into this recently, actually, um, and so uh, one of the things I'm, I'm working on is just like having a balance when it comes to engaging Engaging in the news and the things that are happening. Uh, and a, a very wise priest told me, you know, what's going to happen over in the Ukraine is going to happen. What's going to happen with the economy is going to happen. But what you can do is grow in your trust of the Lord that he will provide everything you need. And so what I'm wondering here is how we retain joy even in the midst of suffering. And it might not be mm-hmm. like 
fighting for our lives, at, you know, right now, right. especially in the, in the United States living here. But there is suffering, you know, whether it's a, a death of a loved one, whether it's, you know, um, a, a house fire or just daily suffering of being a parent or being married. How do we retain joy in, in all of these different circumstances? So, and again, I would encourage folks to read uh, Paul's document. It's online, Gaudete and Domino, or uh, Rejoice in the Lord, because think of the world of 1975, all the problems there were then. Uh, Vietnam was still uh, an issue, Watergate, the occasional gas shortage, um, rising prices and the economy. Uh, the Hong Kong flu, as it was called, was not long before the swine flu was emerging. So there, there are many of the concerns that we have today um, were in just different names and different forms present then. And in any era, you can find things that will uh, distract us and overwhelm us if we allow them to. But what Paul the Six points out is that if this is precisely when we need to think about joy, because that's what's missing or what sustains us or what uh, buoys up our hope. And if we only add to the negativity and division and conflict, then we bring nothing transcendent and nothing more other than more of the same. Uh, we are called then to be kind of those people that, if you will, become kind of vectors or channels of that supernatural joy to enter the world. Paul puts it so well that we believe in the death and resurrection of Jesus, and it would be a very strange thing if the look of joy did not appear on the face of those who sing Alleluia. Mm-hmm. That uh, we, that's a gift that we can bring. As you say, not to overlook sufferings or trivialize or minimalize them, uh, but precisely to look them square in the eye with joy. It's so easy to get lost in all of this, Father. If, if how do we turn ourselves around, in a sense, to to recognize joy or to take that step towards recognizing it and bringing supernatural joy into our life? Well, Paul uh, Benedict, Pope Emeritus Benedict, in a very fascinating way to connect again with the discussion about the Rosary, says when Gabriel greets Mary, and we pray it in the Hail Mary at the beginning, Hail Mary full of grace. He doesn't actually use the word peace or shalom, which would be a customary greeting. He uses the Greek word kairē, which literally means gift or joy. So really, every time we pray the Hail Mary, we are really saying, joy, Mary, the Lord is with you. And that is also true for us. Joy, child of God, the Lord is with you. So prayer, Coming to the Eucharist when Jesus says, and we pray it at every Mass, peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. Because the joy and the peace of Jesus are really the same, we can hear him also say to us, my joy I give you, um, my own joy I leave with you. Not as the world gives do I give it. And so when we can experience in prayer and in our relationships that awareness of the Lord's gift of joy, then we have something to bring to bear um, that is greater than the world's suffering and greater than the world's problems. And that's the other point that Paul makes so clearly in his document. Joy, this supernatural joy, can coexist with suffering as it did for Jesus on the cross. Even there, about to uh, end his, his human life, 
He was mm. overwhelmed, Paul says, with joy because he knew his father loved him and that he was doing the will of his father. And so joy is not something that is um, balanced against suffering, but what overcomes suffering. That's a beautiful image. We do need to step away for a break here, Father, but uh, we will continue this discussion on the other side with Father Tom Knobloch of the Diocese of St. Cloud, talking about the upcoming Bishop Lucker lecture series that he'll be speaking about, talking about that our joy may be complete. Stay with us as we continue this on Real Presence Live. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hi, this is Mark Holcraft. And this is Dr. Joseph Holcraft. You know, Mark, Jesus asks 307 questions in sacred scripture. He has asked 183, of which he only answers three. What's the business with all of this questioning going on in the Bible? Well, Joe, there's a lot there, and we'll be ready to take that on. Tune in to hear about these questions and more on Awaken every second and fourth Wednesday at 7 a.m. Central here on Real Presence Radio Network. Typical morning is as I leave between 6 and 6.30, and I get home um, between 6 and 7 in the evening. And so when you're on the road that much, Catholic Radio is my constant companion, and I would be lost without it. I really hope that a lot of you are listening to this and you feel the same way, that uh, what if it was gone? What if it wasn't here? What if we didn't have it? Where would we be? One of the inspiring things that came to me from Catholic Radio was uh, when the hurricane hit Houston, and uh, they were talking about the manager of the station in Houston, how he had to be evacuated from his home. But he said the whole time of the hurricane, the radio station never went off the air. And so you got these people here that are dealing with a natural disaster, and they still have this Catholic radio that can bring them the solace, the peace, the confidence that God is with them, and they'll make it through it. You know, these people in Houston that were being devastated by this storm, they had Catholic radio that they could rely on. Real Presence Radio is available on Google Assistant devices, including Google Home, phones, tablets, and smart displays. To start this action, say something like, Okay, Google, talk to Real Presence Radio. It will then ask what station you want to play, to which you can respond, Play Sioux Falls, or Play AM 970, or Play WWEN. From there, you can use words like Play, Pause, and Stop. Listen to RPR anytime, anywhere, on Google Assistant devices. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to Real Presence Live here on the the RPR Network as we continue our conversation with Father Tom Knobloch about joy in his upcoming presentation with the Bishop Lucker Lecture Series in the Diocese of New Ulm. We'll give you more details as we get closer to the end. You know, Father, as I think about this conversation with joy, I wonder how gratitude plays into that. And I think about that because of this. It's so easy to look around us and see all the things going wrong and to complain and to have sorrow And yet we have many different gifts and many different blessings. And so even just thinking about something like we get to take a breath 
or we have a car that runs, or mm-hmm. we have a beautiful family. Are, do the two tie together? Am I am I kind of on a, the right track with that? You are completely on the right track. St. Paul uh, in Scripture says, give thanks always and for everything. St. John Paul II in um, Evangelium Vitae, the Gospel of Life, toward the end says, really the building of a new culture of life begins with gratitude. And when I first read that, it kind of struck me as an unusual thought, but it makes sense as I think more about it. Gratitude is what we feel when we are aware of a gift, something we did not achieve ourselves, something that we do not necessarily deserve. It's mercy that comes to us, uh, and our response is gratitude. Gratitude tends to make us more careful with the gifts entrusted to us, and we don't take them for granted when we recognize they're ours only because another has blessed us and bestowed them on us. We tend to be more um, attentive to them. And so gratitude, of course, is at the heart of the Eucharist. It means thanksgiving. We give thanks always and for everything. Every one of the prefaces before the Eucharistic prayer in some way alludes to those words, um, that uh, we join the angels and the saints in their unending hymn of praise. Gratitude is that, that awareness that, um, like, like Dante's Divine Comedy, as it's called, uh, those three books from the Middle Ages, um, the Inferno, Purgatorio, and uh, Paradiso. And it ends in joy. Uh, this is what God's plan for us is, eternal joy. So sometimes we can feel as though it's all hanging in the balance. Will God be successful or not? Will human malice overcome the divine plan? Our faith in Jesus Christ tells us that God has won the definitive victory, and it's a gift that is open to us. So gratefully, we accept that and work for the coming of the kingdom. We're in the first week, full week of Lent, and this is the time of preparation and um, really a reconciliation and and to, it doesn't seem why are we, I guess I'll just come out and ask you why are why are you talking about joy at a time when most typically look at this as a, a sorrow, sorrowful uh, preparation time well we're sorrowful because of uh, our human failures to respond to God's gift of joy we're sorrowful because we turn away from that gift and from the Lord and from the hope that is given to us and get distracted in the um, things that lure us to some false natural joys, but turn us away from supernatural joy. So the whole point of Lent really is to reorient ourselves towards seeking that joy that comes from the Lord alone. Uh, and again, joy and Supernatural joy in this sense and human sorrow can coexist. They do so fruitfully when we seek conversion and um, uh, reconciliation and returning to that joy that God promises. So if you are enjoying this conversation about joy and uh, what, in, in listening to what Father Tom Knobloch has to say, you have the opportunity to see him and to learn more about this in a presentation he's going to give that your joy might be complete. It's in the Diocese of New Ulm. It's going to be at the Church of St. Catherine in Redwood Falls, Minnesota on Monday, March 14th. So that's next Monday. 
at 7 p.m. And it's part of the Bishop Lucker Lecture Series. So again, Monday, March 14th at 7 p.m., the Church of St. Catherine in Redwood Falls, Minnesota. It's open to the public, uh, so anybody can attend. And you can find out more details online at DNU, so D is in dog, N is in Nancy, U.org, DNU.org. Father, we just have a couple minutes left here. What message would you like to leave with our listeners this morning as it pertains to joy? Uh, well, I think to think a little bit about Paul's threefold, I'm going to present it as homework. So all of this is fine in theory, perhaps. What does it mean to us, practically speaking? And he gives us three steps. First is to serve, uh, to work together to establish the possibility for all those brothers and sisters in the world to experience those natural joys. Um, and so service becomes our way also to joy as we strive to experience joy like uh, Mary sitting at the feet of Jesus, and then serve as Martha did the body of Christ. Second, to uh, relearn and help ourselves experience and others experience natural joys, those things that bring just uh, hope and optimism and happiness, beautiful music, uh, artwork, the joys of nature, and especially to share them with the very young and the very old, to teach others and relearn ourselves how to experience natural joys. And then third uh, is prayer, uh, to come to the Eucharist, to pray the Rosary, to hear those words over and over in Scripture that invite us to joy. And so as we condition ourselves to, to reorient ourselves to joy, we have something greater to offer than uh, anything that is in the world. Excellent. Father Tom Knobloch, thanks so much for being on with us this morning and having this beautiful conversation about joy. Thank you. Again, you can see him and his presentation that your joy might be complete on Monday, March 14th at 7 p.m. at the Church of St. Catherine in Redwood Falls, Minnesota. It's open to the public. Learn more online at dnu.org, dnu.org. All right, we are at the end of the show, John. We are. Two hours gone. Yep. But it's not over yet because we get to welcome in Eli... To find out what's coming up on tomorrow's Real Presence Live, because there's more great topics and more great guests. Indeed. Take it away. Alrighty. Well, coming up on the next Real Presence Live, that's Tuesday morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, here on the Real Presence Radio Network. That's hosted by Father Tim Smith. He'll be coming to you live from Holy Cross Church in Ipswich, South Dakota. He'll visit with Father Jeff Norfolk from the Diocese of Sioux Falls about saying yes to God through Mary. Plus, Kevin O'Neill will talk about teaching the sacraments with Lego. Plus, Bishop John Quinn of the Diocese of Winona, Rochester will give us some encouragement for living out Lent. All this and so much more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live. That's Tuesday morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, here on the Real Presence Radio Network. Right back to you. Thanks, Eli. You're welcome. Great job today. Oh, you too. Great show. A lot of really interesting segments, guests. Yeah. Good stuff. Absolutely. So this is uh, the time of the show where we go through takeaways. John, take it away. (laughs) See what I did there? I will tell you before I tell you, Mr. Takeaway, um, I am tuning in for the Lego segment for sure, if not the whole program. I got to find that. John Sacraments secretly Lego. plays with Legos and builds all kinds I of things. A pr- I, pr- I, I am very proud of my Lego play. I've got a five-year-old. So anyway, um, grandson. So my two takeaways, um, narrowing it down to two. One was what you said 
earlier about asking Mary for a surprise each day. Hmm. To me, um, that's really easy to do, <laughs> you know. So it's easy for me to execute, but it's also it's, I think it's going to really heighten my awareness to what what's around me and the true gifts and graces that I have. The second one is um, at the end of uh, Thomas Sullivan's um, "Never Lay Your Sword Down on the uh, Battlefield of Life." To me, is it can be a mantra in a sense. It can be it can be what you say before you start saying the rosary. It's the reason what you're doing. I mean, one of the reasons it's spiritual warfare. Yeah. We need to we need to we need to get after it. Yeah. So my uh, takeaway, which is broken into parts A, B, and C, are the last three things that Father Tom Knobloch talked about in in reencountering joy, you know, through service and giving ourselves to other. What a great way to live out Lent in serving others. Uh, through relearning natural joys, you know, music, art, nature, rediscovering true beauty. Our world has this distorted and twisted view of beauty. And so I loved what he said about relearning these natural joys and, and the beautiful art and literature and music that we have. And sharing them. Absolutely. And then the final one, prayer. Again, that invitation in praying the rosary and just spending time with the Lord. This is a time of preparation right, for, for this great resurrection, which we'll experience at, at Easter. And so let's prepare well. Thanks again for being with us on Real Presence Live. We'll see you again tomorrow. Have a great day. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.